0: Like, if I had to pick between nibbling Ben Carson's toes or Hillary Clinton's, I would go Ben Carson.
1: guys, welcome back to another episode of Trivial Warfare. We are the podcast that takes the pub quiz out of the pub and brings it home to you. My name is Jonathan, and I am here with a special episode today. It is a special guest star episode. Brian, have you ever been called a special guest star before? Um, I've
0: been called a star by a lot of people a lot of times, but never a special guest star. Not So that combination's never occurred.
1: Well, how about that? So we have today Brian Orr. And his brother Nathan. Nathan, I assume your last name is Orr as well, isn't it? Yeah, they're similar spelling. (laughs) Similar, (laughs) but not precise. So we have Brian and Nathan Orr on one side, and we are welcoming our friend Ben back to the show. Hey, Ben, how you doing? I'm
2: great, man. So glad to be back. Man, it's been a long time since you've been on the show. It has. It really has. I feel like I'm like the you know the relief host, which is fine, man. Just call me up whenever you need me. But
1: it's not relief. I was like, God, I got to get Ben back in yeah. here. I got to make sure he keeps keeps going. Yeah, man. just tap your left arm, man. I'm here, left hander. <laughs> 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 now, uh, you guys should know that Brian has been hosting an excellent show called the Podcast Movement Sessions. Podcast Movement is the premier podcasting conference. I went last year. Actually, I met Brian there last year. And I'm um, going back again this year. And what has happened is they've recorded some of the great sessions that were at the conference last year. And they've put together a podcast around that to highlight some of the good stuff that was shared. Brian, could you tell me a little bit about that?
0: Yeah. So, coming out of Podcast Movement 2015, I mean, it was just like off the charts, ridiculously f- awesome. So, I kind of, so basically, I kind of created my own job. And I went to the founders and said, hey, look, I think it would be great if we could take the audio that we've got, because they did video and audio of pretty much every session, and produce a podcast about it and kind of. Weave in stories of the of the different um, hosts that were speaking, and, and bring in some audience uh, input, and just kind of make it interesting, and and give us the ability to relive that through podcasting. And not only that, it was just weird that podcast movement didn't have its own podcast. You know, they were doing videos and not their own podcast. So, so they uh, they put took their life into their own hands
1: and allowed me to do that, which was a lot of fun. So what's the website that people can check that out if they're interested?
0: Uh, podcastmovement.com. I actually made it on the homepage somehow. So if you scroll down, the, the podcast is right there on the podcastmovement.com homepage.
1: Outstanding. So if you guys are listening, if anybody who's listening that is a podcaster, if you haven't heard of Podcast Movement yet or you haven't checked that out, definitely go to that website. You will like what you see. All right, guys. I think we're ready to warm it up, Chris. It's time to warm it up. A trivial warfare today. And there's only one person who can warm it up for the TWA, and that's Chris, and sometimes Jonathan. But today, I'm filling the role of Chris, and our Warm It Up Chris question today is going to have a little bit of NBA basketball flavor. Yes. Yes. How do you like that? Love it. So today's question comes from Dan Lundberg from Locust, North Carolina. Now, uh, I hope Dan's all right. I think Locust is a city and not a statement of what it's like there. So, uh, Dan, we're praying for you in case it's a description and not a city. Absolutely. Uh, Actually, Dan is a a very active member of the Trivial Warfare Army Facebook group. So, I've actually gotten to know Dan a little bit. He asks some really sharp questions, so I'm excited to use this one. So, here's how it's going to work. I'm going to pass the ball between Ben, Brian, and Nathan, and... If you miss one, you're eliminated, and we'll see who the last man standing is. Here's the question. Since 1980, only 10 teams have won the NBA championship. I want you to name them. Ben, we will start with you.
2: We're going to go with Chicago Bulls.
1: Chicago Bulls is correct. Brian, you're up. Uh, I'm going to go with the San Antonio Spurs. Spurs is correct. Nathan, you're up. Lakers. Lakers is correct. Ben, back to you. Boston Celtics. Celtics is correct. Back to you, Brian.
0: I'm going to go with the Miami Heat.
1: The Heat. Excellent. Nathan? Warriors. Very good. Last year's winner. Ben? We're going to go with the
2: Philadelphia 76ers.
1: The Philadelphia 76ers. You're drawing deep on that one. I believe they won one championship, won one championship, in, the championship. in the last twenty-three. I think it was. Yeah. Yep. Or the last 35 years. Yep. All right, Brian? I'm going to go with the Houston Rockets. Houston Rockets, Hakeem Olajuwon, correct. Nathan. Uh, Pistons. Detroit Pistons. Ben, I'm shocked that you didn't go Pistons
2: instead of 76 I thought it was a harder one, but that's fine.
1: Okay, so now, just in case nobody paid attention, we just knocked out like nine for nine. Is that Which, 9 for 9 already? That's 9 for 9.
2: All right, I have number 10. There's only one team left on the list. Ben, can you tell me who it is? Um, I think it was 2010 or 11, the Dallas Mavericks. Dallas
1: Mavericks <laughs> is correct. For the first time ever, and warm it up, Chris, all 10 answers were given correctly. Gentlemen, that was insane. I had no expectation at all that we would get all 10 right. <laughs> there you go. We nailed it. Actually, that gives me a lot of pause, uh, because as we transition into our game today, it's going to be a handicap match. It is going to be the brothers or Brian and Nathan versus me. And Ben's asking the question. So it's a handicap match. I'm at the disadvantage. And after seeing you guys run through those NBA questions and knowing Ben, he probably has an NBA question. Oh, of course. I might be in trouble here today.
0: <laughs> but ours were ours were all, we did all the, like I did all the softballs. I mean, these two guys got the good ones, so. I
2: should have went with Pistons. All right, Ben, are you ready to take over? I'm ready. All right, let's get it done. All right, round one, question one is in music. What female R&B legend topped charts with Grammy-winning performances in the songs, Sweet Love, Giving You the Best That I Got, and I Apologize. Hmm. Oh, my God. Did you say what era this was? I didn't catch that. Um. What female R&B legend? Legend, so. It's within the last 60 years or so. Oh, oh that, narrows <laughs> <it down laughs> yeah, that
1: narrows it down wonderfully. I appreciate
2: that, Ben. Thanks, no problem. I
1: problem. I can freaking sing the songs, two of them. I can sing two of these songs. And I don't know who's singing them. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me sick. You're good with that, sure. I'm fine with that. Okay,
0: so I guess I guess we're I guess we're locked in.
1: So I have to do some singing here.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm so
1: afraid. So here we go. So sweet love. If I'm not crazy, that's sounds like love, sweet love, mm-hmm. da, da, da 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 da. And then giving you the best that I got. I thought that was a. God, I don't know. That's a girl. Who is that?
0: <laughs> you know, if, it's a bad sign if you don't know the gender of the
1: song that you're singing. <laughs> no, your male. I've never song. peeked under the drapes, so I'm not sure. <laughs> Whoa. Um, <laughs> all right. Okay. So the name the name that I'm thinking about I don't even know if I'd call her a legend though. I'm thinking about Sade. and we're definitely wrong. By the way, are we? Yeah.
0: This is going to be embarrassing. You think?
1: Nah. <laughs> Yeah. Well that okay. makes me well, feel better about my chances. Um You didn't help me with anything. You didn't even write anything down. Uh, what am I thinking of? That's literally the only name I don't feel like it's Dion Warwick. I don't feel like it's Aretha Franklin. I don't it's not Shaka Khan. I don't feel like it's um it's not Tina Turner, it's not uh what's her name from the Supremes? It's not Diana Ross. I don't think it's any of them. I'm gonna go with Sade.
0: All right, guys, what did you say? Uh, we we wrote Aretha Franklin, and that's just because that's pretty much the only uh, only name we know. <laughs> okay. In, in the whole world, actually, that's the only <laughs> name we know. We named we, all of our children. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Some of them are named Aretha, and some are named Franklin. <laughs>
1: they, I'm hoping that the boys were named Franklin and the girls were named Aretha. <laughs> no. Uh,
0: no. <laughs> we, we just changed We just alternated the spellings around. Uh, this, some of them are pretty awkward.
2: <laughs> nice. All right, ben, what do we got? What's the answer? The correct answer is Anita Baker. Oh,
0: it's,
1: I've heard of Anita Baker.
2: She's oh, an R&B it. legend? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, I've totally She's heard her. won multiple Grammys. That automatically makes you a legend.
1: Who was closer, me with Sade or them with Aretha Franklin?
2: Um, I would say in terms of error, you were closer.
1: Ah, I'm going to take partial credit except for in the score, which is still zero.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Horseshoes and hand grenades, bro. All right. Uh, question two is in sports. Hopefully this one's a little easier. The NHL's Montreal Canadiens feature a logo that is an oblong C enclosing an H.
1: I thought you were going to ask, what's the other letter? I thought I had
2: it. <laughs> <laughs> so the Montreal Canadiens feature a logo that is an oblong C enclosing an H. What does the H stand for? I kind of feel like I have this one.
0: I can't read his writing. I mean, what does that say? Oh, my gosh. I mean, I can't, how can I I told you, you I'm drunk. <laughs>
1: All right, I'm locking in an answer. You guys can go ahead and talk. All about right, that. well,
0: I have no idea even what that is. So go ahead. The thing that I'm thinking is the Habs because that's what they call them, but I don't know if that's short for something. Um, as in like the haberdashers. <laughs> 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 um, maybe they wear fancy hats yeah. and like pocket squares. Um, but yeah, I I I kind of think we should just go Habs.
1: That's your answer. Sure. I said the Habs. I'm I'm right there with you. I didn't know if it was short for anything or not.
2: But I know that they're, the, the home crowd calls them the haves. So when they started the Montreal Canadiens, they started it as the Canadian Hockey Club. letter H stands for hockey.
1: Oh, come on. Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> they have a actually, nickname. <laughs> that's
0: a BS. I actually thought that briefly, and then I was like, that's
1: stupid. <laughs> they have a but, nickname uh, that starts you know? with H. <laughs> oh,
0: man. Haves. They also ride horses and love maple syrup, so <laughs> yeah. uh,
2: what do you expect? <laughs>
1: They do love maple oh syrup. You got that right. <laughs> God, oh. I'm so disappointed. I can't believe it.
2: So these questions are a little harder than I thought they were.
1: Well, that was that was unintentional. Did you know they were the halves? No, I had no idea. So that I don't watch was unintentionally
2: hockey. tricky. Yeah. I, if you if you I, saw, I always wonder what the eight stood for, and then I looked it up. I was like, oh, it can't be that simple.
0: Man, for a second I thought I nailed it with Habitashers. <laughs> I guess it's just between the habs and the (laughs) (laughs) hab-nots. I Uh, I
1: can't believe I laughed at that.
2: All right. Uh, Your last question in the round is the Oscars. (sighs) Shoot. The Oscars. So bad. All right. Grouch. (laughs) Grouch. (laughs) It is not Grouch. Uh,
0: Garbage can. That's where he lives.
2: In the history of the Oscars, two movies share the record for the most Oscar nominations without a win. Name one of those movies. I know this. I better know this. If this is wrong, I'm going to shoot myself. <laughs> <laughs> so again, two movies share the record for the most Oscar nominations without a win. Name one of those movies. The record is 11, by the
1: way. I, have, I wrote down 11. I, ha- I am locked in.
0: Okay, so he's nailing this one. Uh, 11 without a win. That's a lot. I feel like that happened just recently with something. It was nominated a bunch, like maybe three years ago. Like, 11 times. <laughs> um, and, uh, not, not just a bunch, but... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, that specifically. Cause slightly that's how... slightly more than you can count on one, uh, two hands. You don't, you don't have any idea? No, like, when they started saying it, I was like, oh, which one won? I was like, I know... I was like, oh, it like, I know so many movies. Maybe it's one of the ones that I know. <laughs> right. Um... <laughs> oh, man. Uh... Maybe it was, um, hey, maybe it was one of those Herbie movies. Those are really good. <laughs> I've been watching a lot of those with my kids yeah. lately. He, he
1: did go bananas. <laughs> <laughs> <And>
0: he <laughs> He also went to Monte Carlo. He sure yeah. did. Uh, that, that Joker. Oh, sweet oh, Moses. man. Yeah, I don't know. Just pick some old movie that... It has to be old? I don't know. I can't remember the new one, and if I could think of that, I would I bet it's it. a movie that has, um, um, you know, what's-his-name in it. <laughs> good old what's-his-name. <laughs> Uh, why don't we guess Ben-Hur No, that definitely won Best No, Picture. no, 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 come on, stop it uh, the, What about the Ten Commandments? No, Moses? stop it, why are you going to be real, No, Oh, you think so? I don't know That's really old Yeah, the Oscars were around then Were they? Okay, let, let's guess something more recent Let's go with uh, Road to Perdition Okay Road to Perdition
2: Alright I said The Color Purple The earliest movie was 1977 Called The Turning Point And then in 1983 The second movie was The Color Purple
1: Yes! Yes. So, I don't know if you guys noticed this, but I mentioned earlier, Ben is a black guy, right? (laughs) Right. What Ben did with this this first round of questions is literally... He put he R&B like, and the color purple in, and he was like, mm-hmm. crap, I need to ask a white people question. <laughs> and so it. he stereotyped yeah. and said, let me ask them a hockey question. Of I had to make an Oreo
2: out of the round. The white people will understand <laughs> the true. hockey question. I literally think he was just trying to highlight our whiteness. <laughs> I didn't want to put a basketball question right there in the middle. I didn't it would have it been somehow.
1: hilarious.
2: So... I I will tell you that the rest of the rounds will be less ethnically diverse than the first one. So if that if that comforts you at all, less
1: that sounds <laughs> less like a diverse. problem to me. <laughs>
2: I just want to hit y'all the black stuff right off the bat.
1: All right, so hold on. After the first round, it is uh, ten for Jonathan and zero for the Orr brothers.
0: Maybe we could be the Nailed first to it. not to not get anything right. <laughs>
2: That's happened before. I think. I hope Has I it? hope you get at least one of these right. We've had a lot of people
1: finish with zero points, though, so you can aspire to that if you wish.
2: Okay. It's true. I will, then. A lot of those people are Chris. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Oh, I'm not taking God. a jab at him. It's just true. I can't believe you did. <laughs> it's just, but it's true.
1: Chris, I love you, brother. Just don't, don't even uh. listen to that man. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you, you keep coming back and taking your medicine. <laughs> okay. Are we ready for round two? I am. All right. The first question in round two is Math. Really, math. Really, there's there's no you, you have to do any calculations, but yes. it is in. The I remember that from when I was a kid. All right, here we go. All right, what mathematical term describing the number ten to the one hundredth power was the inspiration for the name of a major corporation? I, I'm locked in.
1: All right, I'm locked in. It. Did you guys already write it down and circle yeah, it? W- yeah, we're locked in. Yeah. All right, so it's a Google. It's it's spelled kind of funny. It's G O O G O L. I think if I'm not crazy, Mm. but it's uh, it's Google. All right, that's what you guys put too.
0: Yes, we also have Google. I believe the correct word is a is is a goggle. I think is what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But goggle sounded even more perverted than Google. (laughs)
1: Yes.
2: (laughs) So your answer is what's your answer? Google. My answer is Google. Okay. All right. Correct answer is Google. You're on the board. Yes, you are. The Or brothers. Okay. Um, so, the second question is in literature. What famous author of To Kill a Mockingbird was recently laid to rest in her hometown of Monroeville, Alabama?
1: I am locked in. Hmm. I'm remembering the first name. Okay. Unfortunately, you have to give the last name. Um, <laughs> the last name is actually more right. important yes. than the first name. Yes, it is. All right, we're locked in. All right, so go ahead and talk that through. Already, so uh, yeah. Uh, what I wrote down is Harper Lee. You sure about that? How do you know that? <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry. because we're well read. That's why.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I wrote down Harper Lee as well. Correct it's Harper Lee.
1: Some current event action happening there. Well yeah.
2: done. Yeah. I almost went Harper's
0: Ferry, but that was something else. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, that, that's
1: that's not it. Harper, I just scratch <laughs> out Harper's Bazaar. That was that was incorrect too.
2: Mm-hmm. All right, your last question in round two is history: the hypodermic needle. Was invented during what major war? You sure about that? 100%? I'm almost 100% sure. All right, we're locked in.
0: I, man. Crap. I don't, I, I don't, I think you're wrong. You think I'm wrong?
1: You don't have to lock in. I definitely
0: know when it was popularized. Yeah, maybe.
1: Do you want to change
0: it? Uh, I, I don't want to change it. Okay, you? okay, no, I'll go with him. Okay. I'll go with him. And I, you know, because, see, a lot of this is just about because if he's wrong, then I can make fun of him. If I say something else, then I'm wrong. And it's like, it's kind of like the pain of being wrong is worse than the joy
2: of being right in this case. Wow. I think he's my brother. Mm. Yeah. That's kind of deep. Ben, can you? Yeah, it really is. Can you water. read the question for me again? What, the hypodermic needle was invented during what major war? It's funny. Major war. I'll tell you, every war is major to the people who are in them. That's true.
1: Mm, I'll tell you that. That's deep.
0: Yeah, you insensitive. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, so major war makes me think it's going to be World War One or World War Two. It could be way before that, though. I don't know if you'd call the Civil War a major war.
2: Um, Hundred Years War was a major war. Thirty Years War was major. Well, let me let me clarify because I I wrote this question myself. So when I say major war, it is is something that is it is an event that is well known. Okay,
1: does yeah. that change your answer at all gentlemen, since he just provided new information no
2: mm, i mean i i
0: I think it's something different, but I'm still going to go with him because he's more confident okay
1: hypodermic means under the skin, so basically this was the this was the war that invented shots people that can't be right that can't be right because people were getting oh okay, I gotta use the brain here let's think about this. People were getting malaria in the in the the Panama building of the Panama Canal, and uh, uh, a antibiotic f- uh, for malaria um, was invented, and so that would have had to have been administered with a hypodermic needle. So I was thinking originally World War One, but that doesn't feel right because I think that there were vaccines that were distributed and delivered before World War One. I'm gonna say the U.S. Civil War, and I think I'm gonna be wrong, uh, but I'm gonna say the U.S. Civil War. Dang it!
0: I also wrote down Civil War. Oh, good. Yeah. So at least it was a th- Scottish doctor, but I'm pretty sure he invented it during the Civil War. See, here's how I know. Let me tell you how I know that it was in the Civil War. Like I know beyond the shadow of a doubt because last night on PBS I watched Mercy Street, and the doctor injects himself with morphine because he's because he's a morphine head. Is that is that what you call that when you're addicted to morphine? A morphine head? It is if you're like an eighty year old pop pop. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he smoked the morphine. kid. <laughs> kids these days all hopped up on the marijuana. Wow.
2: <laughs> yeah, so civil war. All right, correct answer is the civil war. Oh thank you. Uh, you suck. Do you want to do a scoring recap?
1: <laughs> oh yeah. After after two rounds, Jonathan has forty, the brothers or have thirty. We both swept that round. Nailed
2: it. As soon as Ben got away from the ethnic questions, we
1: started doing better. <laughs> I'm just saying, my theory
2: proved itself out. I'm not saying, oh, I'm you, just saying. You are doing a social experiment? Yes, absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. So your third round, your first question is in television. This is a tribond. Ooh, okay. Name the actor who had a starring or recurring role in each of the following shows. This is not like guest appearances. This is a starring or recurring role. Cheers, the Simpsons, back to you.
1: What the hell's back to you?
0: It is a TV show. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's about like a weatherman or something. It's like,
2: back to you, Jim. Back to you, Wayne. (laughs) (laughs) Cheers, Simpsons, back to you. Starring role. Starring or recurring.
1: Starring or recurring role. Right. Oh, I'm going to lock in. Let me write it down well. Uh, see, yeah,
0: we're not 80, so it's kind of hard sometimes. I'm not 80 either. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's a struggle, you know. Yeah, I wasn't even alive when The Simpsons was on. The yeah. Simpsons
1: are on now.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, dang it. We never had Nathan and I don't watch
2: television, we were homeschooled. I mean, like, I'm only 37, and I clearly remember all three of these shows. So I don't know where you guys are coming back from. Back to you, you know, back to you. Yeah, I did. Once I researched it, I recognized it. Yeah, I've never heard of it. Nathan and I grew up in a cult. That's
0: true, actually. An Amish cult. That's not true, actually. Amish yeah.
2: cult. Hey, your forearms yeah. are really strong from churning all that butter, aren't they? I mean, <laughs> mm-hmm. isn't Amish cult kind of an oxymoron anyway? I mean,
0: <laughs> no, it's a special, it's a special sect oh, okay. of Amishism.
2: Is that what was that Amish mafia? Were you on that show? Is <laughs> what it sounds uh-huh. like. <laughs> yeah, we're, we were. Don't like- be ridiculous. <laughs>
1: You it's man. a gallop-by clubbing Because <laughs> they had to <laughs> ride horses They couldn't <laughs> drive a car <laughs> And they had no guns <laughs>
0: I want the I, I would to just, show I would, that Nathan hasn't helped me at all
2: on this I question. would think that a gallop-by by clubbing is significantly more difficult than a drive-by shooting It's harder to get away, <laughs> that's for sure You have to be so much more precise in your strikes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think Nathan just heard the joke Uh... Yeah. Anyway, I really don't have any idea. So, like, um, we're gonna say, we're gonna go ahead and say Woody Harrelson. Okay. It seems like maybe I watched Back to You once and he was
1: on it. <laughs> so I had no idea what Back to You was, and I started writing down guys who I knew were in Cheers and hoping for the best. Right. Finally, I came to Kelsey Grammer, who was Fraser Crane in Cheers, and he was Sideshow Bob in in uh, The Simpsons. Dang
2: it! I don't know anything about Back to I You, do but that. I went with Kelsey Grammer. All right. Uh, the correct answer is Kelsey Grammer. Darn right it is. Uh, yeah. He was one of the anchormen in Back Back to You. He was actually the newest of the three shows. I even know who that is. So one interesting thing that I learned. So he was in Cheers, Wings, and Frasier. He was in Wings? He was in Wings. I guess they only did like one or two seasons of Wings. No, Wings had like four or five. Yeah. Well, he played the same character in all three of those shows. He was Dr. Frasier Crane in all three of those shows. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay, next question. Round three, question two. Question two is the Olympics. This year's Olympics will make history as the first Olympic Games played in South America. The next three Olympic Games, which means beyond 2016, will all be played in which continental region?
0: Oh, good Lord. I'm going to eliminate Antarctica.
2: Did you know,
1: out of curiosity, I learned this the other day, did you know Australia claims part of Antarctica geographically as part of Australia? They call it Australian Antarctica. Wow. Didn't know that. <laughs> it's like, what the heck, guys?
0: How's that working for you? Exactly.
1: Oh, the business is booming. Some guy caught a fish one day. <laughs> I think they I think they just do that because nobody else is going to claim it. Maybe. All right. Well, uh, you're asking for what continent the next three. Now, uh, so yes. clarifying question before we start talking, right? Are we talking winter and summer or are we talking just summer?
2: Winter and mm, summer. Good question. The, oh, next okay. so the next three The next
1: three, winter and summer. After the one coming up in yeah. South America. So,
2: it would, so because you have summer, it would be winter, summer, winter. winter. Summer, winter. Okay. Those next three, yep.
1: How precise do we have to be? Can we just name the continent, or is it specifically a part of a continent? You
2: can just name a continent. What
1: about, like, Earth?
2: <laughs> Earth isn't a continent.
0: <laughs> oh, dang it. I've locked in an answer. Um, well, I mean, I know it's not North America. Uh, it's also pretty unlikely that it would be South America. How do you know it's not North America? How do I know? Yeah. Because we would know that. Really? It we'd seems be like, like something. We'd be I like the Summer Olympics are in Florida. I mean, it's not like I mean, Fraser like, Crane like, or anything.
1: <laughs> something you would know.
0: So pretty much, pretty much, we're we're between Europe and uh, Asia. Not Africa. I don't think Africa. No, no, I'm not. I'm going to say no. And like, Africa. unless all three of them are in Canada, which they just did, and once again, there's nothing except people in red coats drinking maple syrup. <laughs> Drinking really weak beer. No, they actually have strong beer. We've covered this. Oh, Uh, I have a lot of Canadian
1: listeners, mister. Don't talk to them about weak beer. I will fight all of them (laughs) by myself. They would do that, but they're too polite. They're not even going to tell me they're mad. That's yeah. why I'll fight
0: all of them. Wow. <laughs> right. They'll just be like, "I'm sorry that you hurt your fist." <laughs> I did um, an Irish accent for my Canadian <laughs> <What is that?
1: laughs>
0: Oh, a bit of the, of the Lucky Charms. Oh, oh, pretty if
1: at all. Uh, I'm from Canada. Oh, Montreal. <laughs> oh, look, the Lucky
0: Charms—they have the maple syrup.
2: Okay. <laughs> it's
1: wow. a little beer stein-shaped marshmallow.
2: <laughs> Irish Canadian. That's, that's a new that's a new twist. Uh, see, it
0: seems like it seems like it's going it seems like it's Asia. I'm I'm voting for Asia. Okay, sure. Okay, we're going to say Asia.
1: Okay, so I don't know where the winter ones are, but I'm pretty sure the next summer after Brazil is going to be China. So I went with
2: Asia. Correct answer is Asia. All right. Boom. Yeah, I think it's – I can't remember the order, but one's going to be in South Korea. One's going to be in – the Winter Olympics is going to be Beijing. I think the winter 2022 is Beijing. The next summer ones are in Tokyo, I think, and then there's a winter. Is it Tokyo?
1: So I was totally wrong about China – being the next summer. I thought it was the next summer. It, could, it could
2: be that the next summer is... But we no, just had not, one in Beijing. China's not doing summer again. They're doing winter this oh, time. Oh, man. Yeah, God, I, I lucked into winter. that one, guys. All right. Your last question in the round is science. 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 Oh, well done. Nice. Well done. Okay. A car's engine is heard in a higher pitch when moving toward an observer than when moving away from the observer. What scientific effect named after a famous scientist is described by this phenomenon. Gentlemen, I am locked in. Oh, dang
0: you. I kind of want to fight you right now. Uh, and I'm I'm not
2: Canadian.
1: Just a warning. Actually, I'm going if you want, I'll be in Tampa with your brother next weekend so you can come down if you want a piece. Yeah. It was a tickle fight.
0: I'm not that coming offering.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what do you mean you're not coming
0: on after this? Oh. After no, this, no I'm you're I'm totally
1: coming so we can regale people with the stories of your potential victory.
0: Um, yeah, so obviously it has something to do with sound, and uh, and we don't really know at all. So, um, do we have to say who it's named after? Or do we have to say what it's called.
1: The person it's named after is who it's what it's called. So, like
0: their whole name? No, no. Because if just... I say their whole name and it's just one part of their name, that and I'm going to be embarrassed. Use um,
2: their last name. yeah, last name's a, sec- a sec-
0: <laughs> I don't even Except the first one, like the Bob effect. <laughs> <laughs> that would be cool though if it was called
2: the Bob effect.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I really, don't, I really don't have an answer to this, um, so we're just going to say the bell effect.
2: Okay.
1: I went with the Doppler effect. answer is the Doppler nah, effect. Ah, yeah. Yes. I've heard that before. Okay, that's the end of the third round. Uh, uh, gentlemen, in the score, the Orr brothers have 40 big points. Mr. Jonathan has 70 big points.
0: Do you always refer to yourself in the third person like that? No,
1: only when I'm beating somebody 70 to 40. Yeah, (laughs) two
2: people, two people. Oh, that's right. Yeah, the third person comes out when the confidence comes out. Yeah. All
1: right. (laughs) Well, Ricky stole that base, I'm just saying. (laughs) Nice.
2: Okay, here's your midpoint question. I have a list of Will Smith's top six highest grossing U.S. box office films okay. as of February 2016 in unadjusted dollars. Name four of them. Read it again, please. Will Smith's top six highest grossing U.S. box office films as of February 2016 in unadjusted dollars. So not adjusted for inflation. Name four Name four, of, four of them. Alright, we're locked in.
1: Okay, so... I just started listing the ones that I figured would be pretty good movies. I'm not really done listing yet, um, but here's here's what I've been thinking of so far. I've thought of Men in Black, Men in Black 2. I doubt Men in Black 3 would be there, but maybe the first two could be. Wild Wild West, I know, was considered a bad movie. I hated it, but I think it made a lot of money. Pursuit of Happiness was really good movie, but it's not really the kind of movie that makes a lot of money. I Am Legend is a good one, Independence Day, Enemy of the State, and I feel like there might be ten more that I haven't even thought of yet, but I think I might have four good choices on that list. Did he do a hero? I feel like he did a hero. Oh, he did the silly one, um, Hancock. All right, I'm not going to think anymore. Okay, so here my answers are going to be Independence Day, Men in Black, Men in Black 2, and I am Legend, Independence Day, Men in Black, Men in Black
2: Two, and I Am Legend. Those are my answers. I'm thinking. Didn't you say after 2006? No, I said you didn't? as of February 2016. Oh, crap! Dang. Yeah. Well, we both, for some reason, not. We, for some reason, we thought you said well, one after of you's drunk, like, so you can't blame him.
0: Yeah. No, I know we no, can't change now because we're already no, we locked all in, of his. So, yep, that's fine. That's cool. Yeah, we're not. We're gonna lose, but um, so we said uh. We said, what did we say? We said Men in Black 2, Men in Black 3, Pursuit of Happiness,
2: and Hitch.
1: Oh, Hitch. I didn't think of Hitch.
2: All right. So the top six are Independence Day, I Am Legend. Yes. Men in Black, Hancock. Oh, really? Men in Black 2, Woo! and Hitch. So I think the Orr brothers got two, if, I, if my math is correct. Yeah, and Jonathan got four.
1: All right, so that's eight points for you guys. Actually, Just, there, no, it's four. It's five points each. Five points each. Okay, so it's ten points for you guys, 20 points for me.
0: All right, do you want to do a score update? No. I think we can skip it. <laughs> How many points do you give me for $3? <laughs> <laughs> I'll fax you $3 right now. i yeah, if he's going to fax you $3.
1: <laughs> After the halftime question, the score is Jonathan 90. The Orr Brothers,
2: 50. Uh, Round four. Your first question is music.
1: Music.
2: What 1985 song features the lyrics? When we hear the voices sing, the book of love will open up and let us in. What 1985 song features the lyrics? When we hear the voices sing, the book of love will open up and let us in.
0: I would like to state for the record, this song came out a year before I was born. <laughs> well, all right. I think I think Jonathan's Googling something. Look at him. Yeah, look no, at him. I'm look, at something else.
1: writing on my pad.
0: Uh, sure, sure. I suspect Jonathan's not wearing pants. <laughs> I know, I can't see. If
1: Ben wasn't here, I'd be rolling like that.
2: Yeah. I'm so glad you put on pants before I got here. <laughs> I really am, because I did not want to see all that. No,
1: I have like the spandex underwear. No, things, no I'm like, good, It's like half man.
2: short, so I could Dude, totally get away with it. I'm, so li- I'm going to totally throw up all of your equipment if you keep talking.
1: <laughs> I'm talking like a valley girl. You're going to totally... <laughs> yeah, I'm like, totally. I'm going to totally
2: oh throw up. Oh, my
0: gosh. <laughs> There's going to be throw up all over this place. Oh,
1: my God.
2: Oh, my. Could you read the line one more time? When we hear the voices sing, the book of love will open up and let us in. I gotta figure this out. I know this song. I'm deferring to you because I don't listen to the music because it's the devil.
0: <laughs> That's our Amish, our Amish upbringing.
1: This is driving me nuts. This is so freaking. You're locked in.
0: Yeah, we're we're locked in. Absolutely. Yeah, we've nailed it. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh my god, it's so familiar to me. I know. I know this song by heart. So the two the two people I'm thinking of right now are Whitney Houston and Michael Jackson, right? And. It might even be somebody different, but those are the two. I'm like, it's like maybe it's the greatest love of all. Maybe it's like uh, "Man in the Mirror" or something. Uh, you want the song or the artist? The song,
2: uh, the song title. You want The song. Yep.
1: When we hear the voice, the book of love open up and let us in. The book. Of- oh, this is gonna drive me nuts.
0: <laughs> uh, let me give you. Let me give you a little hint of another line in this. It goes. Who wrote the book of love? <laughs> <laughs> See, now I got wow. you on. Now. now you're getting Tell it.
2: me, tell <laughs> me.
0: Do-do. Right, there's a somewhat more graphic verse in the middle somewhere. <laughs> uh, my favorite, ma do do is my favorite line. <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: I've, been, I've been playing around with a tune, and I'm starting to think it might be We Are the World. Um, the book of love will open up. And let us in. I sound that sounds wrong. I said it wrong, but I feel like it's right. I'm gonna say and eighty five is around the right time. It was farm aid. 84, 85, somewhere in there. I'm gonna say we all the world.
0: Well, you had the um you had the artist right, but the actual song name, which is what we're going for here, not the artist, is <laughs> smooth
1: criminal. <laughs> <laughs> so your yeah, answer is smooth criminal? <laughs> Yes. And yours is We Are The World. <laughs> I said We Are The World.
2: When we hear the voices sing,
1: uh, the book of
2: love will open up and let us sing. Take these broken wings. It's Mr.
1: Mister. Broken wings. Oh, Son of a beast.
0: Can you sing that again, please? I was just kind of getting into it. <laughs>
1: I totally lost my scoring page, by the way. <laughs> I don't know what the score is anymore. I've lost We were winning. It. I've yeah. literally got to flip through this whole freaking notebook now. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, last That's time
0: you hilarious. counted, we were winning. And you were afraid that we were going to double you up. Yeah, we, we had 20 and you had four.
1: <laughs> I can't oh. believe
2: I missed Mr. Mister. I'm sorry. That's my jam. Okay, round four. Question two is in literature. Two. right so i just asked you a question about harper lee harper lee traveled to kansas with her childhood friend truman capote to help him research the murder of a farmer and his family this research led to what blockbuster capote novel in 1966
1: i don't know a darn thing about truman capote the book
2: title the book title And what was that? What was he there to? What did you say he was there for? Harper Lee traveled to Kansas with her childhood friend, Truman Capote, to help him research the murder of a farmer and his family. This research led to what blockbuster Capote novel in 1966.
1: I literally saw an article about their friendship that I skipped over on Yahoo because I didn't care about Truman Capote the other day. And that's costing me this question because that would have definitely been in there.
2: Oh, no doubt. Yeah, what's
0: costing me this question is not knowing anything.
1: <laughs> Actually, now that I think about it, I'm right there with you.
0: Yeah? Hmm. hmm. I would totally
1: know it if I wasn't drunk. <laughs> um, I would totally know it if I wasn't ignorant.
2: <laughs> You're not ignorant, mm. but he is drunk.
1: <laughs>
0: See, the thing is, I'm going to say some book that's like an obvious thing that someone else wrote, and then I'm going to be super embarrassed. See, that's the problem with this. So just make up a name. Just make up a name of a book and hope it's right. A thousand monkeys. <laughs> that's likely to be ashamed. I mean, I guess. Like, that's oh no, that's a great read. Anything. I thought that was by Truman Capote. Right? E you ever read the Capote Truman Capote? Capote a thousand monkeys. Capote, Capote. Capote. I don't even. I don't even know how to say his name. It's pronounced Capote.
1: <laughs> it Is He related coyote. to
0: Harry S. I watched <clears throat> the movie Capote. Did you? At some point. <laughs> and you don't know what book he wrote? No, I don't. I, they don't at talk all. about that in there. I feel like I was forced to read one of his books once, and I didn't like it. No, Nathan's trying to make a travesty and a sham of this. I feel like I've nailed – I think (laughs) – currently I'm thinking it might be murder cut sword face.
2: (laughs) You know what? We need more drunk people to participate in this podcast. Uh, at least every other episode, you need at least one drunk participant.
0: Wait, wait. What's the girl lady that chopped her family with the axe? <laughs> Lizzie <laughs> Borden. Lizzie Borden, yeah. Maybe she did that in Kansas. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, I, I, got, I got nothing. Like, like literally nothing. I keep thinking of ridiculous answers that I know are names of books that are nothing related. <laughs> um, just look on my bookcase there and see if maybe I happen to have it. That's what we mm. call Cheating. Let's see here. <laughs> okay, I think it is Dave Ramsey's Total Money Makeover.
1: <laughs> I've got go a, a good book. I'm going with core performance. Yeah.
0: That's, that's a good <laughs> I'm book. locking in good to great. <laughs> uh, uh, I think we give. Yeah, we we
1: give. Uh, Just screw it. I'm, I'm not gonna name anything. I'm gonna, anything gonna name a wrong answer. I'm gonna say Helter Skelter. Um I know Helter Skelter is about a murder, but I'm almost certain it's a California, Los Angeles murder. It's the Charles Manson book. Um, but that's the only murder I can think of, so I'm saying
2: Helter Skelter. So I'm pretty sure this was his biggest book that he ever wrote. And the name of the book is In Cold Blood. In Cold Blood. In Cold Blood. In cold blood. Never heard oh, of see, it.
0: See, I got the blood part right. Right, I mean, you didn't murder, give a an cut story blood face.
2: You can't, you you'll never read or watch anything about Capote and not have this book mentioned because this was his this was his money You could have stopped after the word Capote in that sentence. It seems you'll like never you read or night. watch anything about Capote. You might. It might be required reading for your kids one day, like it was for me in high school. Was it really? Yeah, That's disturbing. That, actually, that and To Kill a Mockingbird was co- required reading for me wow. in high school. So To Kill a Mockingbird makes sense, but In Cold Blood does not seem to. Lend much educational value. It's well. It talked a lot about it well because it was per, it was a period article and it's written like a documentary, so More it was bells. a lot about the writing style and things happening at the time. So
0: boring. Yeah, yes. in our Amish cults, in our Amish cult school, we had to read similar books like "How to Milk a Cow."
2: <laughs> How to milk a cow.
0: It involved grabbing those pink things and squeezing them and seeing what happened. That
1: was that was the classic murder cow utter face. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Your last question in the round is going to be in sports. Sports. The New York Red Bulls are one of the most famous teams in Major League Soccer. What other MLS team represents the New York metropolitan area?
1: What other MLS soccer team can you name? (laughs) Crap, man.
0: I thought you watched soccer. I've, I, Actually, the annoying thing is, I think I went or I listened to an Orlando City game on the radio playing this team, and now I'm blanking on
1: it. Wow.
0: It's probably not the Seattle Sounders either. <laughs> 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 I've come up with five soccer teams, all based not in New York. Hmm. I think that reduces our odds. Right. Read the question again
2: for me, please. The New York Red Bulls are one of the most famous teams in Major League Soccer. What other MLS team represents the New York metropolitan area? Yeah, I'm locked in.
1: I'm going to take just a terrible stab in the dark and say the Gothams. Uh, That's pretty much no rhyme or reason. I'm just going to say the Gothams. The
0: name of the soccer club is uh, New York Soccer Club.
1: That's what you wrote down? hmm That's deep, man. That's deep. <laughs> I hope he's not
2: right. What's the right answer? So, i let you guys debate this because it's a bit controversial. The correct answer is the New York City Football Club.
0: N- that is wrong because it's FC, not SC.
2: New York City Football Club. That's, they don't have a nickname.
1: So, you're saying
0: Dang your it.
2: answer was incorrect? Right. Wow, that's painful. If I had said
0: FC instead of SC, it would be correct, that's which incredible. I actually thought.
1: You were, you were right there.
0: Pigs in a blanket. I'm not happy. I'm Horse not rash. happy, Bob. Mayonnaise. Can your next question be about the Incredibles? All right. Uh, so,
1: yeah, after the fourth round, mm-hmm. same score as we had after halftime. <laughs> if you guys don't remember, it's <laughs> 90 to 50. It didn't change.
2: <sighs> okay. All right. Your f- fifth round question. Your fifth round, your first question is science. 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 Arms. What is glass primarily made of? Do you want the scientific
1: term or do you want the standard generic term? I will accept either. I have an so, answer. so uh, we're locked in. Me too. Do you want to 321 it? Uh sure. Sure. All right.
2: 3 3 2 2 1 1 sand sand. sand. Yep. I would also have accepted silica. S- we're back on the board, gentlemen. All right. Your second question is politics of dancing. The politics of mm, feeling good? <laughs> the term for what political action is derived from the Spanish word for pirate? Arg. All
0: right, we're locked in. Oh, crap, already? We're just very decisive. This time <clears throat> we did not write smooth criminal. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so the... The first thing that I started thinking of when when you said political action, I thought of filibuster. Uh, but that doesn't feel right at all. I mean the I guarantee the Spanish word for pirate is not buster. <laughs> you know it's, maybe it's Phil. Could be Phil. There right? was
0: maybe once a famous pirate Phil Philip
1: Uster. Yes. Um, so but political for some reason I'm not coming up with political actions and I don't know the doggone Spanish word for pirates a buccaneer, a swashbuckler. Ooh, 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 wait. Hold on. Let me let me get closer to this. Um a cavalier. Cavalier sounds closer. It's not coming to me. I'm I'm going to say filibuster.
2: Guys, what did you say? Filibuster. Did you really? Yes. Wow. Correct answer is filibuster. You are lying to me. I'm not.
1: What's the? crap. What's it's this? like
2: filibustero or something. Like it's, uh, it's very close to filibuster. Are Spanish you serious? It's so it's, ridiculous. It was actually a Dutch word that converted to Spanish later and it was used to talk about people who were pirating time to try to stall votes. That's where it comes uh, from.
1: Wow. I'm
0: not going to lie. If I was a Dutch word, I would convert to Spanish as well.
2: <laughs> it is what it is. The last question in the round is in cars. Okay. That's a great like movie. Like the band or
1: the stuff Yes, guy, so if it's the movie, we're nailing. I know all the best lines Automobiles. Real cars.
2: All right. God, devil. Kit, K-I-T-T, was an iconic car featured in the 80s TV show Knight Rider. Tell me Kit's make and model. Real life make and model. Oh. Did they make a car that could talk in real life? I know what it is. I'm locked in.
1: Okay. I, I think it was a Pontiac Firebird. I'm going to say a Pontiac Firebird. <sighs> The answer is Pontiac Firebird.
2: All right. So, again, you can beat this up if you want. Um, You're going to say it's a Transam, aren't the, you? The answer is Pontiac Transam. Now, I will tell you that um, every Transam is a Firebird, but not every Firebird is a Transam. However, in my research, I was unable to confirm whether they just made Transams and called them Firebirds or not. Now, in later years, they did call it the Pontiac Firebird, and then Transam was a trim on top of Firebird. So, this is where we cheat,
1: gentlemen. I'm going to break out the Google and double-check and see if I can get a source. Uh, Everything I see says it's a Pontiac Trans Am. All right, so we're going to say that we both missed it. All right. All right, so after the fifth (laughs) round... Not as
2: easy as I thought.
1: The score is 70 for the Orr Brothers and 110 for Jonathan. Going into the home stretch here.
2: All right, sixth round. First question is sports. Who is the NBA's all-time leader in steals?
1: Whoa! Shoot! I'll be honest, man. That's not a category that I've followed closely. I don't even. I couldn't have even told you, like, who led the league in steals in any given year. I don't know. That's that's really. Ooh boy.
0: Ooh wow! Wow. So we're we're locked in, but it, it was it was a yeah, it's a struggle. struggle but we're locked in
1: so i'm thinking yeah i feel like it's one of two guys oh me too actually
0: yeah yeah or both of them combined like if they had a baby it would be a steels crazmo baby
1: (laughs) (laughs) it would also be a scientific miracle so the two guys i'm thinking of one so gary payton long time supersonic nickname was the glove and i know that was more defense than steals but he's at the right position and with a nickname like the glove you got to be good at stealing that's what i'm thinking at least the other one i'm kind of leaning on my knowledge of ben a little bit who's a pistons fan and thinking it might be isaiah thomas he plays the right kind of position really talented player totally gets underrated and i know ben loves him so it could be isaiah thomas i mean other guys i think it's going to be a point guard right like it could be magic. It's probably magic. If I was you, I'd go Shaq.
0: <laughs> yeah, he was a, a basketball good, he was a player, player I'm familiar with. Yeah, he was good.
1: I'm going to say Isaiah Thomas.
0: Yeah, I mean, for me, it was between Gary Payton and John Stockton. Yeah, which uh, I didn't feel good about John Stockton, because I really don't think he, he stole the ball that much. But he did have a long career. I, I think he's in top five really, in steals. But, uh, but we went with Gary
1: Payton. So, crap. That makes me feel really bad, because if you get it right, then I was right there.
2: All right, Ben. Who's the right answer? John Stockton. It was John Stockton. <clears throat> By a large margin. Really? Wow. A large margin. Some like 3,200 steals or something like that.
1: What? Oh yeah.
2: Who's yeah. number two? Number two is Jason Kidd, and he had like oh. s- he was six or seven hundred behind. Like it's not even close.
1: Dude, John um, Stockton. I didn't know he had skills like that. I mean, he, I know assists. Yeah, but, but he's, I knew yeah, he he's was the all-time assists. For some reason, well. I thought
0: Gary Payton had passed him. Wow. Oh yeah. man.
1: I feel like we were both close there, mm-hmm. except me not so much. Yeah, was we, were, we were a
0: little closer. Yeah, Nathan, that was Nathan's first call, and I kind of opposed him. So I'll take the, I'll take the rap on that one.
2: Should have listened to The Drunk Guy. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, question two is movies. This is another tri-bond. Name the actor who had a starring role in the following movies. Predator 2, Angels in the Outfield, Operation Dumbo Drop. I'm locked in.
0: Who's the Who's the old guy? Who's the old guy uh, with the, the crazy the, hair? Yeah, yeah, he was in Predator 2. Was he? He no. was fighting. <laughs> Predators
1: crazy. The old guy in with predator his time. machine. He was the old Predator.
0: <laughs> I don't know. That's the only guy I know in Angels in the Outfield. That's the only guy I know. Oh uh, no, old... no 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 Who's the Who's the black guy in Angels in the Outfield? I don't know. Ah, uh, I feel like that's probably Michael Jordan. No, oh, the, <laughs> the same guy
1: in the horrible Mel Gibson movies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh,
0: oh, Danny Glover. Yeah, let's go, Danny Glover. Danny Glover.
1: You're going, Danny, Danny Glover?
0: Glover. Yeah, sure. Why not?
1: Ben, I went. Uh, <sighs> let me hold it up for your viewing. Mm. Danny Glover. Mm. It's
0: Dan, yes.
2: It's Danny Glover.
0: We pulled that one out. It's only because we just talked about uh, uh, what's his face's nickname, the glove.
2: Oh that really? That
1: kept it? the name. That's why his name head? popped in.
0: Wow! Really? Wow! That's, mm-hmm. that's impressive. No, no, it is not. I was the one who came up with this name. And we also talked thinking, about a haberdasher. Had? No, that's not even true. Which which would <laughs> no, sell stop. you gloves? No, he won't. Hats. I thought he sold you various accoutrements. <laughs> no, move, moving on. <clears throat> <laughs>
1: what? I'm I'm actually on I'm he on Nathan's a, side he there. He said
2: accoutrements. Well, he likes he likes French Canadians. Oh, he's, oh that was so awesome. That was great. Okay, so your last question before the final question is in history. In the eighteen nineties, American pencil makers started marking their pencils yellow to denote that the graphite came from which country, where yellow symbolizes royalty. Whoa!
0: You know, you know what's funny about this is I just listened to a thing on Freakonomics where they talked about iPencil, which is that um, like famous economic dissertation on what it takes in order to make a pencil, and in that they mention. Where the graphite came from, and it was—and I can't remember it. Woo! So that's not God, the bullet
1: there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow! So that's not—that's not helpful.
2: Could you read the question again? Yes. In the 1890s, American pencil makers started marking their pencils yellow to denote that the graphite came from which country, where yellow symbolizes royalty.
1: All right, guys, I'm going to lock in a wrong answer over here. So you can talk it out.
0: All right. Well, I, I feel pretty firmly that it's like a it's it's a South Asian country. Um, but in 1890, some of them even had different like some of them were, had different names. I think, like, um, oh, shoot. But I don't know if it is or not. We're just going to say Nepal.
1: Okay. So the year made me think it's going to be pretty close because you want to have a supply chain that's not based on shipping uh, before airplanes and whatnot. So I don't know, but I'm taking a stab in the dark and saying Mexico.
2: All right. The correct answer is China.
1: Was it China?
2: China. Really?
1: Because I was thinking, I thought of China, but I thought about red that's China and the uh. royalty. They haven't had royalty in so long. Crap, man. They yeah. did in
0: 1860. 1890. Yeah, that too. Whatever. They had an 1860 too. In one of the 18 years they had royalty.
1: Okay, gentlemen. Wow. Going into the final, the score is 80 to 120. All right, so what has the category been?
2: The category is 2016 Presidential Hopefuls. 2016 Presidential Hopefuls. United States, obviously. Crap.
1: All right, so you guys have locked in your number? Yes. I feel like Ben is going to ask us how old the presidential candidates are. He's going to name like four of them and make us put them in age order. I feel like...
2: The oldest is Bernie Sanders.
1: I feel like 75% sure that's what he's going to ask us. Uh, All right. I have my wager written down and circled.
2: All right. So I'm going to give you the names first. Hillary Clinton. Bernie Sanders. Donald Trump. Ben Carson. Got him. Yep. Yep. Put these four presidential hopefuls in order of their year of birth, from <laughs> earliest to latest, or oldest to youngest.
1: <laughs> Freaking near it, man. I hate this question.
2: <laughs> so we have
0: them. Yeah, we're locked in. Circled. Can we just say who we think is the best looking? Ben Carson. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm gonna. Like agree I- I'm gonna <laughs> agree with you there. No, I, mean, like, no bonus like, points I would
0: trade. For, I would trade just to look like him right this instant if I could. No
2: bonus points for naming the black guy as the best looking, by the way.
1: He's dead sick.
2: <laughs>
0: like, if I had to pick between nibbling Ben Carson's toes or Hillary Clinton's, I would go Ben Carson. Wow. Cut that out, please. I'm just saying. Because <laughs> I'm not going to listen to this podcast if that's in there.
2: Wow. That's, wow.
1: I feel like Hillary was in her mid-40s when when Bill was president. So that would make her around 65 today. I feel like Bernie is a little bit older than her. I don't know how much, but I would put him around 67, 68-ish. 67 million. <laughs> Donald, I feel like he was in his mid-20s in the 80s when he was going through all that wildlife kind of stuff, which would have made him... Relatively younger. I, I'm gonna think he's like 58 ish, 59 ish right now. And then Ben Carson, I don't know where to put him. He's got gray hair. Black people don't wrinkle that much, so it's hard to. <laughs> Black tell. don't crack is the line. <laughs> I'm, telling, I'm telling you. I'm telling you.
2: He's telling the truth.
0: Though.
1: I, I, my <laughs> ex-wife is African American, and you couldn't tell how old she is by looking at her. No idea. Ben could be the youngest for God's sakes, but. There's just this nice little range in between what I think Hillary is and what I think Trump is, so I'm going to fit Ben right in there for no better reason than to fill the gap. So, earliest date of birth to most recent date of birth. That's what you want, right?
2: Yes. Okay. Falling asleep over there? No, I'm good. Your eyes are kind of starting to fog
1: over? I'm good. All right. I'm going to say my order is Bernie Sanders, Hillary Clinton, Ben Carson, Donald Trump. Okay.
0: So you really like had me doubting myself. I felt really good about what I did originally, but now I'm not feeling so good. I made up everything How are you I just feeling, said, though? though. I feel fantastic. You feel I can't good? feel my face. <laughs> really? <laughs> um, okay. So we went with Bernie Sanders, Donald Trump, Ben Carson, Hillary
2: Clinton. Oh. Okay. All right. So your correct answers are. In 1941, Bernie Sanders, 1946, Donald Trump, 1947, Hillary Clinton, and Ben Carson, 1951. Ben is the youngest. He is the youngest. That sexy guy. (laughs) Oh, man. Did
1: you guys get it wrong?
2: Yeah, they got it wrong. You got Carson and Clinton wrong. Thank
1: you, Jesus. How old is Trump?
2: He born in 46, so he'll be 70 this year. No, he won't. He'll be seventy this year. No, he won't. Forty six, two thousand sixteen. Clearly, who's who's better at math in this room right now? You. It <laughs> he wasn't in his twenties. the. It wasn't in his twenties. He's gonna be 80? seventy. He's gonna be seventy this year. How old is hairpiece? That's not a hairpiece. This is real hair. No, it's not. Yes, it is. His hair grows like that. This is real hair. Do you guys believe that's his real hair? That's his real hair. I'm I'm actually, kind of do believe real it's real hair. Yeah, I believe
0: it's his real hair. It looks awful. I mean, are you kidding me? Like you do, who would get a hairpiece piece like that? Yeah. Mean, that's terrible.
2: Why doesn't he use gel? Because he's arrogant. He feels like he can wear his hair however he wants. He doesn't care that it looks ridiculous. You know how arrogant people are. They fart in a room and don't care. (laughs) All right, gentlemen, what did you wager? Um, This is how
0: confident I was. I wagered. <laughs>
1: you wagered more points than you had. You wagered eighty-one out of a possible yeah. eighty. Mm-hmm.
0: Boom. A, eighty-one points in Old Man Johnson's mule. <laughs> yep. We were taught in uh, Amish school is, to give one hundred and ten percent. Oh my god. That
1: would have been eighty-eight. Oh my god.
0: That's well, we, we also weren't taught math. They didn't,
1: you, didn't, you didn't have your <laughs> abacus, Andy. Yeah. No, obviously. Go. No
0: slide rule. Slide rule.
1: Uh, okay, so I wagered thirty-nine. Uh, we both missed the question. That f- puts me at 81. <laughs> puts them at negative one. That puts them in <laughs> negative... Gentlemen, you have accomplished a first this on Trivial Warfare. Record. You have Whoa. set the record for the lowest <laughs> score. And we've, we've recorded a good... By the time this airs, we will have... Aired probably 55-ish shows, maybe 54, somewhere in there. You have set a record for the lowest score achieved by, a, by any group or person.
0: Wow. I, I wear that as a badge of honor. What other type of things other than people have you had on your show?
1: Uh, we've had plants.
0: Have <laughs> you? Okay. Had a couple of fruits. So, um, so let me get this straight. So if we had wagered zero, we would have won.
1: No, we had 80. No, you he would have lost 81 to that,
0: 80. Yeah, we would have oh, lost okay. either way. I, didn't, I, I can't. It's the math thing again. So it doesn't matter at all. All right. Well, um, hey, it's been a pleasure.
1: You know, now, if you had won, I don't know if you knew what was waiting for you if you won. No, I didn't. I didn't. But um, the first time, and this is me bragging again, by the way, Nathan, are you ready? Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Uh, the first time that somebody beats either me or Chris in a heads-up matchup, I'm literally going to create a special page on our website called Our Wall of Fame, and we're going to put the pictures and, and accomplishments of the people that beat one of us. But we haven't had to create it yet. Because we haven't lost yet.
0: Wow. Even
2: even two against
1: one? This is probably the third or fourth handicap match we've done. Yeah, and I haven't, like haven't lost one of those yet. So,
2: Jonathan, you know what that means,
1: right? I know what it means. I don't know. If, I don't know do you guys know what it means? Do we have to kiss? Are you going
0: to kiss that. each other?
1: No. Because that'd be weird. No, not I, until the camera's off. Why don't you say it you say? I was going to kiss him. my hand. So,
2: you know, when, when Jonathan wins a match, the obligatory phrase is, it's another win for Jonathan.
1: <laughs> I do love how that sounds. <laughs>
2: uh.
1: All right, gentlemen, I'm not going to bore you with the show business or or reading reviews or anything like that. But I, I'm really glad you came on. Brian, I look forward to You're going to be down in Tampa next weekend, right?
0: Yeah, I'm still planning on it. I, I yeah. All
1: right, it's because there's a podcast movement meetup down at Podfest in Tampa next week. So uh, by the time this airs, it will be after that. Uh, but we had a great time at Podfest. And- <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, and uh, thank you guys for coming on so much. Remember, if you if you like podcasting, or you, know, you are a podcaster. Go over to podcastmovement.com and check out the podcast movement sessions. There's some really good material that Brian helped put out there.
0: Sweet, thank you, Jonathan. All right, guys, any last words? Blasty blast. Uh, I don't know. Like I could do one of our um, Amish yodels that we learned when we were young, but I think we'll I think we'll <laughs> skip it.
1: That was the one that <laughs> went. It's not funny. No. Okay. All right, funny. guys. Thank you so much. All right. All right see. You I'll ya. Talk to you later. Thank you so much to Brian and Nathan for participating. Ben, thanks again, man. It's always great to have you here. So as you guys can tell, we're taking a quick break from the tournament episodes. Uh, I had a chance to record this fun episode with Brian and Nathan and Ben, and so I wanted to take advantage of that. We're going to keep the tournament going next week uh, with our first quarterfinal matchup. We have about three more weeks left in the tournament before we crown a champion. But until then, I wanted to record this fun episode and share it with you. This has been another episode of Trivial Warfare, where it's not just trivia, it's war. Bye, guys.
0: I watched, uh, like, every episode of Frasier, nude eating pie the first year of being married. What? Uh, wh- huh? I spent almost the entire first year of my marriage nude, eating pie, and watching Frasier. Because was- I, I was confused if you were saying that Frasier was nude eating pie. I'm and like, I was like, I'm pretty sure that would be a really boring episode. What kind, yeah. of,
2: what kind of pie were you eating, just to be clear. <laughs> oh, oh yeah.
0: seriously, Ben. It. Well, you were nude I mean, when you were it. This doing is a it.
2: clean show, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> this is clean. You can we edit it?
0: This is a family show. <laughs>
2: You said you said nude and eating pie. I mean it's not that difficult to make a connection.
0: There's nothing wrong with being nude, man. I didn't
2: say it was. I just asked what kind of pie was it. (laughs) Yes, something.